Just make this sure that you subscribe to our newsletter so that you more. get the information and I as soon that as it we comes don't talk out. About it, you can do that by going to the show notes finances. and clicking on it's subscribe the to the newsletter. And then you will be the first really to know when you can save your seat for both the masterclasses and each other. to join because the Saving Wiz community. Because I think when we all share our insight and our perspective on what's going on with our money, it not only helps us, but helps those around us win with money as well. So today we're going to tackle that and we're going to help you break free from the stigma that is talking about money. Hey there, and welcome to the Marshmallows and Money Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Zachariah. I'm a wife and mom of two, a personal finance educator, and a debt-free money-saving ninja. I'm here to help you navigate this world of money so you can afford the life you want. So I'm breaking down dense money topics and translating them into easy-to-digest action steps so you can easily implement them into your life right after every episode. Grab a coffee or beverage, and let's chat about money. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode. I am so excited to talk about this topic because it is something that has been a thorn in my side ever since I was on my money journey. Ever since we started, I feel like it's been such a taboo topic. It's kind of embarrassing to talk about and shameful. And a lot of times when we do talk about it, we get called tacky or it's inappropriate or it just makes people feel uncomfortable. And I don't want that to be the thing that stops you from having real important money conversations with friends and family, because not only will you grow from it, but your friends and family will as well. So today, that's what we're doing. We are breaking through that stigma together, and we are gonna walk through the process of why this has become a stigma, and what we can do about it so that this doesn't stop us in our tracks, and allows us to do better with our money starting now. Let me first start off by saying that my experience with money and having this conversation with my parents growing up was non-existent. I mean, I remember having been a witness to money arguments with my parents, although I didn't know they were arguing about money. I just heard a lot of yelling. But it was never something that we talked about as a family. I never learned from my parents how to manage money, particularly because they didn't know how to manage money either. As immigrants coming to this country for the first time and seeing the wealth that this country had in comparison to Egypt, there was a lot to take in. And I don't think they fully grasped how to handle that much money or that much credit in such a short span of time as well as learning the language and the culture and everything else. So I don't think that they were fully aware of how to behave with their money as well. And here lies the problem. I grew up and when I went to college, I was 18 and I got credit cards thrown at me. Literally, there were booths at my college the first week of freshman year and I literally got gifts just to apply for these credit cards. And I remember calling my mom on the phone and being like, I just got three credit cards. I can't believe it. I thought it was like winning the lottery. It was the craziest thing because I didn't know any better. I just looked at it as I'm getting more money, right? And her answer may shock you. But now that I look at it, it doesn't shock me. She said, 
Great, congratulations. Dead silence. Nothing else was said at that point. No warnings of what credit may do to you. No warnings of the fact that you actually have to pay this back. It's not free money. And no real guidance on how to use the credit card. And here's the thing. I'm not shocked because my mom has a scarcity mindset. And to her, credit cards are a way to supplement your income when you don't have quite enough. And even though it wasn't explicitly said, There were a lot of nuances that made me feel like credit cards were just supplementing my income. And so, great, now I can use them to eat out with my friends, buy new clothes, and use them for things that weren't really necessary. Now, here's the thing. It took me a really, really long time to get to a place where I could talk about money. For the first part of my journey, it was excruciatingly lonely, (laughs) if I could say that, because Talking about money with my friends or my family was just so taboo. Like I said, I come from a Middle Eastern background and to our family, speaking about money in any way is looked at as being tacky and kind of low class and kind of taboo. And so it wasn't something that was brought up. And I remember going into the money industry and talking about it publicly And I would get a lot of shame and I was kind of afraid to talk about my story and share my story because it was something I was not used to. It was something that was not welcomed in my community. Here's the thing, my friend. If we don't share our struggles, if we don't share the things that worked and didn't work for us, not only are we doing a disservice to the people that we love, but we are also doing a disservice to ourselves. When you share your money issues and struggles, you're opening the door to grow because when you're sharing in a struggle, the person you're sharing it with might have insight on how you can change it and get through that obstacle. And I can attest to this. Going through my money journey alone, getting through piles and piles of debt alone, just with me and my husband, it was deflating. It was hard because there was no one for me to share my triumphs with and there was no one with me to share the things that frustrated me and the things that made me feel like I wanted to cry. Because I tell you all the time, money is not just about math. Because if it were math, friend, you would be perfectly fine. You'd know how to do it eventually. It's just like dieting. Dieting isn't just about calories in and calories out. It's an emotion behind your behavior. And that emotion gets processed through talking, through sharing experiences, through bonding with friends who are going through the same thing or a couple of steps ahead or behind us. And it makes the journey so much more successful and so much more pleasant when we're able to do it with someone by our side. Understanding how someone else gets through the same obstacle you're getting through makes it so much easier because you don't know what you don't know. I remember going through my debt journey and wondering, am I taking the right steps? Am I paying this off fast enough? Is there an easier way? Am I making it harder on myself? But you know what? Those questions couldn't be asked to anyone. There was no one there for me to ask. Here's the good news. Because of all the things that I have been through, 
I actually created the Saving Wiz community for this purpose, to be able to give you the feedback and the guidance that you need, the camaraderie and the bonding that you need with like-minded people. And I would love for you to join our community. If you were wondering how you can work with me directly because I get a lot of messages asking me for one-on-one support, this is how I'm able to offer you more of a tailored approach to your finances. I guide the group in small group chats, but also office hours, Q&As, book club, master sessions, and so much more. Money could be such a complicated topic. It feels complex and confusing. There's a lot of jargon out there and there's a lot of misinformation. But the more that we talk about money, the more that we talk about our journey, the processes that we've taken so far, the steps that we're struggling with, the things that we need answers for, the more we can help ourselves do better and win with money. No, not even just win, thrive with our money thrive with how we spend our money. But we can't do that until we start opening up and having those conversations. Now, while I'm all for you talking about money with your friends and family, I don't want you to just jump in either. It's gotta be an appropriate time that you can bring it up. So for instance, if your friends are going somewhere and it's a little higher end, which means higher cost, Maybe you say, you know what, I'm on a budget this month and um, this is why I'm on a budget. I'm trying to save for this vacation or I'm trying to save for a new car or I'm trying to save for this house. I remember when I first started talking about this, it was super uncomfortable. But when I came in through a natural point, like talking about my debt because someone was saying that they just put a lot of money on their credit card. It was a great way for me to come in and share a part of my journey. You're opening up that conversation and I promise you when you do this, your friends and family will actually start to open up as well. Maybe not all family members, but at least the ones that care to know more because they want to work on their money journey. You could be encouraging someone to do better with their money just by sharing your journey. Speaking about talking about money, we're gonna have a mini masterclass that's coming up. It starts on October 27th, and it's going to be about the three simple steps that transform your finances. You're not gonna wanna miss this. It's a free masterclass all about helping you build the foundation so that you make the right steps with your money and you can move forward in your journey. It starts October 27th. There are only four sessions. There are going to be two on October 27th and two on October 29th. If you want more information, make sure you click on the show notes or go to savingwizcommunity.com. Now, before I let you go, I wanna remind you of one thing. You have power. Where you are right now in your finances does not indicate who you can be and what you can do with your money. You have more than enough power and will and drive to get to a place where you are happy with your finances and have the security and stability and independence that you want from your money. Can we also add That when we don't talk about our money, as in we don't talk about our salary, we don't talk about our mortgage, we don't talk about our interest rates, that banks and employers actually capitalize on the fact that we are not talking about these things. And they're able to then 
pay one person completely differently than another for the same job, for the same thing. We're also charged differently. One person can go into a car dealership and get a car for $25,000 and another person can get the same car for $32,000. If we're not talking about these really important pieces of information, then we all lose. We all lose. The people that win are the employers that are underpaying people. The services that don't have flat rates for everyone and actually charge based on who you are and the knowledge that you come with. And banks who, quite frankly, decide what they want to charge you based on a whole slew of information, including your demographics, your credit score, so many things. So the more that we talk about these things, the more that we not only help ourselves, but we help those around us. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you leave a review, I'll love you forever. Remember, today is yours, so make it count. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.